Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's a new year. It is a new year. Well, it's actually been a, year, a new year for a little while. Yes, we record a little bit behind where my publish. So this one will go out on the 14th of Jan and it's just a new year for us. Yeah. So yeah, I feel the buzz and excitement yeah. of 21. I know. Ask me in another week. I'll probably have disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't want to jinx it, but nope. it just feels lighter. I yeah. feel the renewal this year more than I have ever felt in my yeah. life. And I, I think it definitely is this sort of cerebral expectation mm. for sure. It is a weird concept, isn't it? That literally you change from one day to the next. Yeah. You know, a minute goes by and suddenly we feel brand new. Yes. <laughs> or because it's the start of a new year. I mean, it is ridiculous and it doesn't really mean anything uh, sort of in astrological terms, but for thousands of years, we have been marking the turn of a new yeah. year. I'd yeah. like to say we're standing on the shoulders of giants. Many, many generations of humans have come before us and have crossed into a new year. They've made some deals with the gods to try to get some resolutions in order to like change their behavior to please yeah. the gods. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about resolutions last week and I forgot to mention that. Resolutions actually date back 4,000 years. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah. We have been cancelling gym memberships in like mid-April for thousands of years. <laughs> the Babylonians were swearing that they were going to do, I'm going to do yoga every Sunday, that's what right. they said. <laughs> they just go down to the pub for a pint. <laughs> so apparently though, the that's what they're saying, that gyms are all ramping up and offering all these membership deals and stuff because they know damn well that we're not going to be showing up in a few months. Well, that's where the gyms can open. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get that sudden surge that you used to have. Um, mm -hmm. Although I have seen a lot of people out walking. There's a lot <sighs> of people out there on the streets because yeah. there's nothing else to do. <laughs> it's... Oh, let's so go true. for a walk let's just go for a walk <laughs> what shall we do today let's go for a walk yeah <laughs> well and me and my dude who is soon to be a pro ice skater after one time on the ice we went to try <laughs> to skate the other night on on saturday night and there was a two-hour lineup to get into the rink mm. we didn't actually end up going because it was just so long yeah but i mean the good thing is it's because everybody in the air in the neighborhood we don't have indoor places to be so everybody's mm. Uh, gathering outside and you can get a good sweat on on the on the ice rink so yeah it's probably going to be a lot more healthy than we generally are because we're being forced outside yeah and you know if we're dining outside and it's like two degrees celsius well we're burning off some calories just trying to keep warm i don't know <laughs> you're not going to hang around too long yeah <laughs> well that's true <laughs> just dress up warm guys and don't forget <laughs> your mitts and your hats i feel like a mom <laughs> <laughs> so how's your week been how's how's everything been yeah good good um i've started dry january oh very nice okay all right all right i have a little bit of skepticism but okay go on what about whether i can do it or not well is it what, is does dry everybody january? have this opinion i've been doing dry january for years now oh, really? and everyone goes and really and you can do it yes i can <laughs> 
Wow. So wait, the entire 31 days, no alcohol? Yeah, so I oh. will never ever start mine on the 1st of January. I always start on the 2nd, but I'll go until the 2nd of February instead. Oh, wow. Nice. So yeah, so I still do a full month. Nice, good for you. And does it feel good? Do you feel better? Um, not yet. <laughs> and I have to, I was making a Sunday dinner yesterday and I did think I really want a glass of wine right now, but yeah. instead I had some water and then some peppermint tea. Oh, good for you. That's wonderful. So yeah, I'm just going to stock up on some more peppermint tea. Oh, beautiful. And the peppermint tea you were saying was a nice warm companion to a wonderful walk that you took. It was, yes. On Saturday, I actually took some peppermint tea with me on a walk. It was very nice because oh. it was Baltic outside. <laughs> now, actually, you had said that when we were on our pre-recording and I was mm. wondering what, I think I know what Baltic means, but tell me. Yeah, just so like really, really freezing cold. Ah, like as in the Baltics? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right, yeah. that sounds, I think we say it's balls cold out. Um. So I, I, I wondered if there was an association, but no, yours is totally different. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's got nothing to do with my balls. <laughs> no, exactly. And I was like, I've never met a, a pair of freezing balls, but I guess that's another question <laughs> for our listeners. If you've come across a pair of freezing balls that gave way to balls cold, just let us know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2021. There haven't been rules created yet. So it's I'm just 2021. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So on that note, what's going on on over hopping on the International Desk of Love? Well, what's the correspondent have to say? Yeah, so actually I didn't have to do any work this week because somebody sent me a story to share on the Love Desk. <gasps> You've turned into a real journalist. Now what you're can I say? Like I know. Anonymous tips. I've now got my sources. <laughs> oh my God, your sources. That's amazing. Okay, tell us. What does right. your source say? So um, I have limited information, but I'll share with you what I was sent. Hmm. Um, so there was a story, a lovely story, which the listener said was ready for the International Love Desk. Um, there was a couple who were living together for six years and then they got divorced. They then lived apart for 10 years. And when COVID hit, they decided to move back in together. And he proposed for a second time around and they got married. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's just so, so what bizarre. story is that? Wow. So we shared an episode a few weeks ago, didn't we, about yeah. um, should you get back together with your ex? Yeah. Apparently it can work. Wow. And, you know, uh, there was an International Love Desk story, I believe, about a couple who were divorced for 10 years, but they were still living in the still same house. lived in the same the house, yeah. So, yeah. okay, that kind of, I can see that. But wait, divorced and lived separately and for 10 separately years, for lived separately for 10 years, years. and <gasps> only decided to move in together when COVID hit. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, COVID is quite the little uh, Cupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, so it seems there are positives as well as negatives from COVID. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that now you've gone and done it, I am seeing a lot of folks on my Facebook feed apologizing, coaching their, their post with an apology and saying, I'm sorry to say this, but 2020 has been a really great year for me. Yeah. I know I've had so much opportunity and so forth. And, and so this sort of reminds me that there are a lot of people, like, in fact, we can all look back on 2020 and say there are, there were some really great things that happened uh, or there are illuminating things that have happened. Well, I've got a really great thing that happened to me in 2020. Oh, it was. I started this podcast. podcast. <laughs> I know. I was like, what happened? Did you get a what did you do? <laughs> I know. 
So if you think this is really weird, we didn't even know each other in this time last year. That is... Had so never true. met, had never spoken. No. Did not know each other. No. And let's take this step further. If you and I had sort of gotten together in a non-COVID time on a Facebook group and sort of put it out there, we probably would have felt we would have needed to meet first. Like, I'm sure we yeah. wouldn't have thought, okay, well, let's just jump into a podcast yeah. I've never met in person. But because we all became like Zoom experts overnight, it just became like, okay, I'll do a podcast yeah. upon meeting you uh, over a Zoom chat. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's so absolutely there you go. true. There's lots yeah. of positives. So 2020 brought us together because I was always thinking about a podcast and you were always thinking about a yeah. podcast. And we were sitting on our hands and then we, then we had that phone call. Yeah. yeah that lovely. magical phone call. I know. I do have to say, and so much saucy stuff has happened over these many weeks. Well, we've certainly shared a lot. Oh my God, we have. (laughs) (laughs) There are almost no filters. Almost, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So. I'm in a mood for gratefulness there. Oh, me too, me too. So, should we nip across to the uh, hot topic? (laughs) It sounds like we're going to the store or to the pub. (laughs) So either of those are nice choices. So yes, let's go to the hot topic. (laughs) Let's just nip across there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like we hop from one box to the next. <laughs> All right, so the hot topic today is, should your partner be your best friend? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this one. <laughs> should should we ask this again in the summer, maybe? You know what? Actually, okay. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I needed to think about like non-lockdown time. Yeah. Uh, just on average year, not COVID, yeah. you know, just hanging about. Should your partner be a restaurant? Okay. Okay. Now I'm in the zone. Now we can talk about this. <laughs> so I think what's happening right now is that like many folks were like, oh, I'd, I'd like a few more best friends, please. <laughs> I'd like more people in my life. Please, not just my partner. They're driving me crazy. Okay. Internal dialogue. Let's quiet that down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where would you go with this, Sarah? What What's coming up for you on this question? Well, you see, when I look at this question, I, I think my views have changed over the years. So if you'd asked me, you know, a long time ago, I probably would have said, no, there shouldn't be. They're not kind of your be all and end all. And you shouldn't have all of your eggs just in that basket. Now, I would say I've probably changed now a bit. So I would say, should your partner be your best friend? I think there should be an element of a best friend type of feeling in there. So I think for me, you think about the word best friend, right? You think about when you were at school and you just had one mate and you weren't allowed to speak to anybody else. And if you did, then you were... (laughs) Cheating you know, you were, yeah, you were like ostracized and they would never speak to you and then you were in the yes. playground in the corner on your own crying so it's kind that of that didn't <laughs> happen right that's just that's just a that's just a hypothetical <laughs> it was quite a vivid hypothetical <laughs> this is just therapy for me right now <laughs> i know i love it i love it it's so funny i have the exact same memory in kindergarten just traumatizing like please please be my friend um, yes yes so, yeah. like i don't really believe in the word best friend as in you just have one person i believe mm. that a best friend is you have more than one of them and i and i feel like they're people who are in your most inner circle 
um, which is generally most of my friends, otherwise I'm not friends with them. Mm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I kind of believe that you, your best friends are the ones that are the closest to you, the, the ones that you can confide in the most, they're the ones that you can ring up at two o'clock in the morning if you desperately need help for something, or you can be kind of vulnerable and open with them. Mm. So when I think about a best friend in the context of that, then I would say absolutely, yes, your partner should be those things to you. Oh gosh, that's so true. I did a visualization exercise in my personal coaching session recently because I was trying to figure out how to make sure that I keep a core of good best friends around me Mm. and then not fill that core with folks who are not healthy for me. And so I kind of imagined, my imagination started running wild and I started to think of the people around the world who I consider my best friends to be these old oak trees standing around me in a in a big circle. Actually, not around me, that we're all in a circle together. Yeah. These huge old growth forests. And I think they're unshakable in a storm. They've been there for hundreds of years. They're wise. You know, I think about sort of folks who may not be as good for me. And I think about them as like those young sapling trees. I'm like, no, 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 you can't join the, the circle of old oak trees. So for me, my little imagery is these, these old growth for this old these old bags, these old trees. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I love that analogy. And I I could vividly picture that. But as soon as you said the ones that aren't good for me, I didn't think about a little young sapling. I thought about a diseased tree (gasps) stood in the middle of it that needs to be eradicated. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. The ones that are rotting. Yes. And then just causing problems to all the other trees and upsetting all the other trees. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's so true. If anybody listens to this halfway through, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Like what on earth are they on about? We've lost the plot in 2021. Oh, I love it. No, no, that's good. Let's lose the plot. Yeah, no, but I, I do. I think, and I love... Ages ago on the podcast, we talked about a poem that you said that was about two trees and the space between you. So the relationship is the two strong trees with um, really firm roots and the space between you is what kind of like holds it all together. And I think about that, that poem quite a lot. And I think about that description that you shared with us. And it, it helps sometimes to ground me if I feel like things aren't right in the relationship. But just you have to think about this is who we are, this is who we are, and this is what we stand for. And it's kind of that same thing, isn't it, about your best friend being still a tree. We're all just trees. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. And then the question is, is your partner, are they in that circle of healthy old growth trees? Yeah. (gasps) Or are they... Then there's another question, isn't it? disease can you see them yeah can you see them being your old wise oak tree oh my god god we could go on forever on this oh my god this is amazing (laughs) yeah so imagery is really helpful i know for both of us i think it's something that we really that are really helpful modalities and doesn't it become immediately obvious when you're thinking about a partner of yours and a partner could be somebody you've just met you're dating Mm. you've been dating for a few months a few years you're engaged you're married you're whatnot living together have kids And where do you see them in the company of these people around you who have stood by you for years, held your hair up while you're vomiting in the toilet, Mm. you know, lied for you, stolen for you. uh, (laughs) We're getting a good measure of your friends, Anna. (laughs) Hid the drugs for you. (laughs) Not called the cops on you. Picked up on the pavement. (laughs) Yeah, well, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Stayed by you because some weird guy with a kind of weird vibe. Like, I don't know, oh, all sorts yeah. of things, right? There's, there's always been one of those, hasn't there? The creepy <gasps> oh, guy in the corner. 
the creepy guy in the corner Ooh. and your good girlfriend who just kind of sticks with you or I don't miss guy those from I don't miss those from a night out, do you? Those no, creepy men. Look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the hot topic then. <laughs> so your partner being your best friend then, where would you say you stand then? I love the reframe because I think a few things come to mind. I don't think I would necessarily interrogate somebody who asked this question or the hot top or brought the hot topic together, but I would question uh, what does it mean to have a best friend mm. or a singular or exclusive best friend? And is that important? And why is it important for you to have one? Like, should you be the best friend? Mm. How might it serve you to see not one, but several people in your life who are helping you, holding you up, supporting you? I agree with you. I think that a blend, because I, I don't think that it's a healthy arrangement to just rely on somebody for all things. And I think, you know, that leads to codependency, doesn't it? So if you have just mm-hmm. one person that you solely rely on and they are your be all and end all and they, you're relying on them to fix things for you, to yeah. make your life better, all of those things. And if you're relying on them for your source of joy at every moment and mm-hmm. you can't find joy and happiness outside of that relationship that to me would say that there are some red flags there and there's something that needs to be looked at in in a bit more detail because it isn't as you say it's not healthy in that codependency on one Mm -hmm. single human being whoever that may be whether it's a close intimate relationship or whether it's a you know a best friend outside of that intimate relationship then it's not a healthy place to be. Oh, I agree. Hmm. And if you doubt whether it's a healthy place or not, um, if you've ever been in that situation and you felt that the person either is not there for you, uh, seems to sort of be drifting away from you, and that feeling of anxiety that oh, you that get. panic and fear. <gasps> yeah, like your world is just <sighs> about to crumble. Yes. Like you're on the edge and it's, yeah, oh. it's just about to go. Yes. Look, and I've been there plenty of times because I've drank the Kool-Aid of society being like, Ah, you're not, he completes you and like, ah, do everything together. And then, you know, and then I really just did the whole, and I, I did sound like that. I really did. <laughs> or they did. But, and then I've done this whole like, oh, let's be each other's everything. And then when my dude is like, no, I'm going to have my own life. I'm going to do my own things. I, you know, then, and I, this sort of this hysterical feeling of loss and trying mm. to and then I try to like dig in my heels into all these like tactics to try to get him back. We've all played the whole like yeah. make him jealous thing or like get angry thing or silent treatment thing. Or pull your eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that. Again, your friends to help you like. Whilst clinging onto his legs. <laughs> oh, my. The door. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's uh, not healthy, guys. It's, it's not, we don't want to feel like that. It's not attractive. <laughs> it's not. And the thing is, is that. Like no matter of sticking together and glomming onto each other is going to feel healthy. Somebody is going to find that claustrophobic. Mm, yeah. So I think I think we're both in agreement here that yeah. your partner, are we saying your partner should be a best friend or could be a best friend or? Mm. Mm. I feel like my partner is one of my oak trees around yeah. me. Yeah in the friendship variety but I do have to say like I'm gonna reach out to my one friend over there if I'm in this sort of trouble or that friend over there if I'm experiencing this sort of kind of cool thing in my life or whatnot and to be I'm gonna be honest like and I think it's the same for him like I confide in him a lot for most of my stuff but there's Mm. some things I'm just gonna be reaching for my girlfriends yeah 
sometimes as well, you want to hear a different answer. Yeah. So you know who to go to for that one. Yeah. Oh, it, so. it is so true. And I, I found myself thinking, like, if I want that sort of answer, I'm going to call this person in Vancouver. And if I want this answer, I'll be calling <laughs> Delhi. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's so true. And so that's what your love trees are for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You need the person that's going to tell you the answer that you want. I know. <laughs> if I ask my partner, he's going to be like, well, that's on you. And I'm like, that's not the answer I want to hear all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I want my girlfriend to be like, oh, poor you. That must have been so hard. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrible. I really feel for you. I know. <laughs> and pour a glass of wine. But not on in January because not January is drier January. month. It is. It is. Absolutely. Not for everybody. I get that. Not for everybody. Well, that's quite inspiring, though. Yeah. Nice. So do you, what would you have in the way of like a summary statement here? Mm. I would say... I mean, my personal opinion is that they should definitely be one of your best friends because if you can't confide in them, if you can't open up to them, if you haven't got that connection, that level of deeper connection and it's more service level, I think that maybe they're not the long-term partner for you. This is just my opinion, so this isn't, you know, gospel. So I think that there should be some, certainly some level of deep connection which comes with part of having a best friend. I feel like I love your analogy around the oak trees. I love having... You know, they say that it takes a village to raise a child. And I think in that respect, we never stop being children because it takes... <laughs> I'm still a child. It ta- <laughs> I still need my village. <laughs> yeah, me too, right? Like, okay. I I need my village all the time. What was lovely on New Year, actually, that reminds me back to some kind of just messages that, you know, you share with friends. And at the mm. end of the year, I think you're a lot more philosophical as well, aren't you? And, you, oh. you know, you're just quite open with people about how much they add to your life. And mm. um, and then you mm. get that validation back. And it's just those types of connections are really, really lovely. And it comes mm. back to, you know, with your partner, you should be able to say those nice things about each other. And you should be able to have that reflection that says, actually, this has been, whilst it's not been a great year, we have been great. Or whilst we've had some troubled times, we have got through them together. So I think, you know, you should have all of those things that come with being a best friend where, Mm. you know, often with your friends, you tell them that you love them so much more. You're Mm. quite open, aren't you? But when you get into a new relationship, it can be quite hard to share your feelings. Whereas Mm. in a friendship, we're not, we're we're kind of, yeah, love you, great, you're amazing. So I think, you know, there should be where we see some of those patterns in friendships. I think Mm. we should be seeing that in relationships too. Oh, that's really helpful. Especially for folks who may notice themselves having a tendency of unhealthy relationship, uh, intimate mm. relationships. Yeah. And if they can just sort of cross check against, well, what would I expect from my friend? Yeah. Does my partner have my back in the same way? Yeah. And one thing, you know, that we are all quite prone to is slipping into certain patterns. Mm. And we do it with girlfriends as well, but we do it a lot more, I think, in relationships in terms of mm. slipping into patterns. So maybe that's a hot topic we can cover in the mm. future. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. There's a few things coming <laughs> we'll up let, for mine. <laughs> we'll let us both psych ourselves up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing coming off right off the bat is we've slipped into some unhealthy patterns of just sort of, uh, you know, just generally burping out loud. And it's come from working at home <laughs> since March. And my other half, he can, he said, I think I really need to work on that. Why? Not Not because I want to respect you more and not like have bodily emissions, but... When I go back to work, if I'm in my cubicle and all of a sudden I'm just letting wind pass from here and there, 
<laughs> I'm going to think that I'm in my bedroom. So guys, it's really important to not th- let things slip. <laughs> Don't get too comfortable. Can I just say though, the reason that he wants to change is not because he wants yes. to be more respectful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly it. He's like, the behavior that's intolerable to other people, which I'm doing all the time at home, I have to stop doing that so that I can fit back into an office environment. Oh, it's love around here. (laughs) It's now making more sense, that conversation we had before we came on air. Yeah, exactly. 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 Okay, I feel your pain. (laughs) I I know. I was like, Sarah, I'm really coming apart at the fringes uh, with with, uh, lockdown. And she's like, oh, it'll be fine. I'm like, but it won't. But the good thing is it seems that the burping emissions are going to probably stop around here. Well, that's good. Great. That's good. No, that's and I have to be thing. honest, like I do the same. I do the same thing. <laughs> so we both like, we try to outcompete each other for pitch and longevity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not alone. I know it. In, in that case, then you deserve everything you get. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. I would post the listener uh, if anybody wants to email in and be like, what's the craziest <laughs> slippage? of uh, decorum that you have seen at home since March 2020. Just <laughs> Info at com. <laughs> yes, please share those. Yeah. I'm all up for a bit of entertainment, I tell you. <laughs> exactly. we, need, we need to make it through to the spring. Oh my God, we do, guys. <laughs> we do. So yeah. So I think that that's a wonderful round out of, uh, yeah. and, and, and it opens Pandora's box for another topic, which is it getting does. too comfortable in relationships. Oh yeah. Well, we've got about two or three topics highlighted there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. For either a podcast session or the therapist couch, one of the two. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I think we flogged that one <laughs> to death. I think we're ready for a question. I think we might be ready for a question. <laughs> okay, here it comes. <laughs> Okay, so the question is, I don't know if my partner is taking advantage of my good nature. How can I tell? Well, (laughs) certainly the wind (laughs) barometer. (laughs) Just look outside. Might be an indication. (laughs) Is there too much wind going on that you're not happy with and they're letting loose? (laughs) I love the way that... (laughs) I love the way the hot topic always seems to have some linkage to the question without any design. It's and it's amazing because I'm not sort of thinking of a segue, but it just naturally does. Mm, so yeah, so this is a good question. So is my so I have a lot to personally reflect on in this question. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if my partner is taking advantage of my good nature. How can I tell? Here's the thing of like if you think it, it's probably yes. Like if the thought even comes to you, yeah, yeah Sarah's I, nodding a hell yes on this one. Like I am so desperate to jump right. in. <laughs> okay, jump in, jump yeah, in. No, Take totally. No, as yeah. soon as I read the question, I was like, well, if you're asking the question, you know there's a problem <laughs> yes. because otherwise you wouldn't be asking the question. Yeah, it wouldn't have thought, you wouldn't have come to your mind. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we are in violent agreement with each other. Violent agreement, I know. Violent agreement with each other. (laughs) I feel very frisky today. (laughs) And what would violent agreement look like? Swords drawn, like, you're right. No, violent agreement means that you absolutely agree with each other. So like, I'm furiously nodding my head going, yes, 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 whilst you're saying the words. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Oh, so there's a person here. Where I'm really proud that there, the awareness is starting to come to them. That's kind of the first yes. step is awareness. Mm. But you know, the, the first thing, awareness comes up, but what will often come right after that is guilt of, and shame of even thinking it. Sometimes you're like, oh, but how can I think of that about them? Because they do all these nice things or I shouldn't think ill of them or, you know. Yeah, I think the the rationalization thing kicks in, doesn't it? Because you go, oh, well, but they are really nice. So they did make me a cup of tea this morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I've done everything else in the house over the last 24 months, but they did yeah. make me a cup of tea this morning. Yes. Isn't that amazing, the stuff that we tolerate, just because there's a little bit of maybe nice behavior? Yeah, there's a little shining glimmer of light at the end of yeah. the hallway, and you think that you're on the journey there, and you're not. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. So here's a question, too, is like good nature. Tell us about your good nature. Mm. Taking advantage of your good nature. What is your good nature? Yeah. Does that mean you tend to be somebody who doesn't ask for what they want, you know, would you describe yourself as being a pushover in situations where people have, you're really nice, you're a people pleaser? Yeah. And I think the other thing for me is, so what is it that you want to be different? What is it that you're not getting? And boundaries for me come up massively. So hmm. no one can take advantage of you unless you let them. Mm -hmm. So if you think somebody's taken advantage of you, that means you already think that your boundaries are being compromised. Yes. And does this person know what their boundaries are? Mm. Can they even articulate them? They they may have a kind of a sense that things have gone too far. Yeah. But maybe they don't understand what is important to them. Yeah. And have you had the conversation with the other person that you're not happy? Yeah, I doubt it. I'm seriously doubting it. I'm seriously no, doubting it. I haven't. I don't think they have. There's an earliness to this question. It's yes. an early, it's kind of creeping out. It's quiet. It's whispered. It's like, do yeah. yeah. It's a, a glimmer of awareness that's quickly like a gopher's head. It kind of mm. pops over the out of the ground and then goes back in again. Yeah. So they may be asking, uh, is my partner possibly taking advantage of my good nature? And then next week, they'll have forgotten that they said it. Mm. And they'll just tolerate stuff for another few months. And then yeah. that little question will raise its head again. Yeah. There might also be some comparison in this. Like maybe there's, mm. you know when you kind of sit around and you have a chat and people talk about what their partners do and how they do things in the relationship and then you have that little realization don't you where you go oh and then you I think sometimes that's where the shame can come in because you go well oh god I haven't got anything to say I haven't got anything nice to say about my partner and what they've done for me so you know Oof. maybe there's maybe there's an element of that in it oh my gosh now getting around with your mates now that, okay, so maybe tell us more about that, because for some reason that feels really painful to me, mm. to be the person who feels like all of a sudden the sort of all the the wool has been pulled out of their eyes and they're all of a sudden sort of seeing stuff and that yeah. feeling of being around your mates and they're sort of chatting about um, this and that. Yeah, so you, you kind of, you know, when people get together, they do have conversations, don't they, about the other halves. I mean, especially women, I think. Not that I want to stereotype, but yeah, I do true. think it's more common in females. And there is that discussion about what their partners are like and what they do and yeah. whether they made dinner or not. Or, you know, all of yeah. those things, I think, come up. And if you're the person that does everything in the relationship, and, uh, and we could go into a whole different topic on that. But if you are that person, then you're going to sit there and you're going to feel quite silenced and isolated in that moment because you feel like you haven't got anything to share and it's almost like yeah. 
not that it's into kind of some sort of like um, bragging rights, but it's almost like that, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and, oh, yeah. well, my husband does this or my partner does that. Yeah. You know, so you can, you can get that. I mean, I do find as you get older, those types of conversations get a bit more realistic. Oh, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I would say, yeah. you know, just because you're hearing it from somebody doesn't mean to say it's happening. So if you yeah. are in that comparison phase where you are thinking, well, my other half isn't doing what I think you should be or she should be, then conversations that happen might not always be realistic. So it's a bit like Facebook, what you see isn't what you're getting. Oh. And people generally don't share some of the tougher times that they're having. They share kind of the good things that their partner did. That's so true. Mm. And actually, I'm glad you went there because I think a lot of, and I remember vividly, and I think I've talked about this before, is a couple who we swear were like the randiest. They would talk about yes. all their uh sex accoutrement mm. and all this sort of stuff and then we found out that there was a it was a sexless marriage or partnership and they broke up and really a lot of the things they were talking about was trying to create a story that in a, in a desperate hope that maybe it could become reality for them all the meanwhile what they were talking about was making all of us feel bad like we were yeah. missing out on in our in our lane so i think you raise a really good point is that if you find yourself in conversations where you're feeling like, like you're missing out. Like you're feeling like, oh, I wish I could have that. Specifically when it comes to like people buying stuff for people, you know, gifts, yes. right? Yeah. Oh, this person just got me flowers because they were just thinking about me or they're bringing me on a vacation. Well, very few of us are going on vacation, so that's not there. <laughs> but And and that can make you feel really sad and mm. unloved, these conversations. So just kind of check the reality on that. And yeah. you know, I had a client who... I just simply reflected back to them. I was like, you know, I can tell you as a doctor and a coach that most of the people who talk about all these great things happening, number one, most people or a lot of people are not getting that. And a lot of people are not happy. Mm. And what makes them happy is trying to cultivate this image on Instagram. Mm. And it was shocking for her. She's like, really? You're, you're blowing my mind here. Is that, <laughs> is it possible that I'm not like the only, that I'm not so exceptional? Yeah. And I assured her is, is, yeah, actually, there's a lot of unhappy people out there. Yeah. The other thing, too, is that when you're hearing you're getting together with your mates, you're seeing things on Instagram, whether it's like gifts or vacations or just check in with yourself to say, is this something that's actually really important to me? Does this speak to my love languages or mm. am I just kind of being drawn up into the FOMO? Yeah. And if, yeah. and if really you're like, no, you know what? Gifts are really important to me. It is one of my love language. I, I do love people thinking about me in the day and I love a fresh bouquet of flowers and, or that sort of thing. Then own that and then start to look at, well, does my partner know what I want? Does my partner know what makes me feel loved and are they doing yeah. it? Yeah. And wouldn't you want to know? <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Anna's cat has just joined the podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> she literally just sat right in front of the camera. <laughs> and all I can see is Anna's head trying to poke Skirl. across the top. <laughs> okay, Skirl, we, <laughs> we can't. Okay, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. She's like, I that don't wanna go. Okay, come on. Down you go. Oh my God. <laughs> I swear, I don't know. I, maybe this question is getting her hot and bothered. I Maybe. Maybe she there's... didn't get the right gifts for Christmas, Anna. You know what? That's exactly what's going on. I'm so sorry. Listen, you're right. She's like, oh, where, is my, where is my new toy mouse? Oh my gosh, you're right. There was no toy mouse in her stocking. Sitting. Oh my gosh. You ruined her Christmas. In all fairness, she didn't ask me. She didn't make her uh, needs met. You or have no. ruined her Christmas forever. <laughs> 
all she wants to do is love you. <laughs> I, I love it. And this is a really good intervention, Sarah. And I'm very thankful for this. And I'm going to do better next time by my cat. Now that I know what she wants. Yeah. And I'm not going to take advantage of her good nature. Good. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. So before my cat came yes. in and started to have a boundary talk with me. <laughs> yeah. So you do make a good point though. Like what partner wouldn't want to know what they need to do to make the other person happy? Mm-hmm. So if somebody said to you, right, Anna, I'm going to tell you. So your your man comes up, he says, look, I'm going to tell you a secret. And you go, yes, what is it? I love a secret. I mean, who doesn't love a secret, right? I really love secrets. By the way, I am exceptional at keeping a secret. Yes, I don't know. Are you any good at keeping secrets? I am. Kind of terrible. <laughs> Remind me never to tell you a secret. <laughs> Absolutely. How do you keep it under wraps? Because I've just got this really high moral compass, and wow. literally, if I if I'm told that I'm not to tell anybody something, I will not say anything until I'm told otherwise. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing skill. Yeah. I'm very wary of that, and I have that high moral compass. But the problem is, I also can't lie. I can't lie either, but if I know that I've been specifically told not to say something, it's not lying. Oh. Oh, see, that's interesting. I, I'm i not able to lie to be able to obscure the fact that I know something. Oh. <gasps> I'm a terrible actor. Mm. Well, yeah, my game phase normally gives me away, but for some reason with a secret. Wow. Take it to my grave. Wow, that's very purpose-driven. Mm. Good for you. Yeah. That makes a good friend. <laughs> so we've got <laughs> off topic again. <laughs> I know if I need drugs hidden, I know who I'm going to ask. <laughs> oh, no, I couldn't hide drugs. That's not a oh. secret. That's breaking the law. If I'm hiding drugs or a lot of gold coins, then I know that if I told you, you wouldn't tell the police. That's oh, a good friend. I don't know. No, no. There's, a, there's some <laughs> limits there. No, that's no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, if I've got a present for somebody and yes. I tell you, okay, that, yes. then you're my yeah. person in my corner. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay. <laughs> all right okay back to the secret you're about across the board as soon as well i don't think you should be talking about hiding drugs oh my god it's so funny oh my gosh i all of a sudden was like oh shit yes you're right now i feel like and, a and you live in new york like it's terrible it's terrible these are all the wrong things to be putting out into the interweb right come on let's get back focus focus that's right. okay. okay it's so. zany 2021 it is. Okay, so I'm your, I'm your other half and I come okay. up and I say, Anna, I've got a secret. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm okay. putting down everything. Tell right. me. So the secret is, I want to tell you everything that you need to do that's going to make me happy and feel loved. I wish. I'm not telling anybody else. I'm just telling you. It's <gasps> our secret. Would you like to know? I would please. Yes. Ta-da! I've got my pen and paper. You see, you'd want to know that. Yes. Who wouldn't want to know that? I love that framing, of course. It's so excited. I would put everything down. I would get my pen and paper out. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, tell me. Yeah. So we should do that more often. Oh. We should just tell each other what we want and yeah. what's going to make us happy. Yeah. And if we feel like we're being taken advantage of, for whatever reason, we just start with that conversation, which is, recently, I've been feeling like this. Because mm. of that... And this is what I'd like you to do about it. Mm. Or could we have a chat about it? Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a lot of opportunity. I mm. like it. So I feel well limited up for the podcast yes. this year. 
Yes, exactly. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tons and tremendous opportunity. I'll bet you you'll look back and say, no, I never actually told them. Yeah. And again, I, it's amazing how we think that we've told. Okay, I, Mike. Oh, just a second. Did I lose you there? Oh, the cat is back and I've lost Anna. Oh, you froze. You're back now. Hello. I'm so sorry. So my cat put my computer on, on airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> this is really yeah. and obviously a very triggering conversation for her. So, <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> we are back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like this opportunity. And I think that everyone who thinks, sorry, just another side. My dog is farting the whole while. (laughs) You obviously heard that it was fair game in your house. Yes! If only I'd known, I would have been doing it throughout 2020. Bring on 21. 2021. I'm going to trump my way through it. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God. This is a really, like, this is an animal farm in here today. This is my cat who's putting my computer on airplane mode. My dog has all sorts of noxious emissions. So I'm just (laughs) trying to sort of, like, do this podcast through the cloud. (laughs) Through this, like, toxic cloud. Oh, my God. It's the way you roll. It's the way I roll. Yeah. No, I, I know for sure that I never, ever sort of explicitly told my partner what I wanted and needed. And explicitly meaning like actually taking time and not sort of just passive aggressively Mm. or by and by or like making a a casual note of it is actually specifically saying, um, yeah, there's just so many things that we say to each other. And sometimes we're not even listening to each other. We're kind of half listening. But yet, you know, yeah, Sarah's nodding. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think the last thing that I want to share on this is the other thing about this that comes to my mind is the stage of relationship that you're in. Because often we can start out a certain way, and we've discussed this before, I think, on the podcast about, you know, you want you want the other person to love you. So, you you know, you put your best suit on and you bring out the big guns and you're doing everything possible just to make this person like you. So you yeah. maybe, maybe you are a bit, you know, overly enthusiastic in delivering and Absolutely. doing nice things for the other person. Mm-hmm. But if that's not who you are long term, then, you know, maybe rein it in a bit or just you know, maybe make the suggestion, well, actually, do you know, it would be lovely if you cook tonight or mm-hmm. just make some suggestions about how you want things to be different. Just little small things for now. Absolutely. Mm. And and it comes from a fundamental belief that we have to correct, which is if I have any demands or preferences or things that are important to me, that that makes me unlovable. Yeah. You got to check that out for 2021. Yeah. Because Absolutely. the more boundaries that you set up, the more lovable you are. The best phrase that I ever heard was a line in a movie that literally changed my whole thinking and being. And I'm not sure if I shared it on the podcast before, so apologies if I'm now got Alzheimer's and I'm repeating myself. <laughs> so the line was, "People love you because they love you, and that's it." And this line was so important, I wrote it on a note and I put it inside my wardrobe so that I saw it every single day, just to remind me that people love you for who they are. And if they don't love you, they're not the right person for you. Oh, they're gosh, just absolutely. not your person. Yeah. And if a person loves you only because you're like an easygoing person, no yeah, demands. Or a Stepford wife. Yeah. <laughs> Low maintenance. Well, maybe the Stepford yeah. wife is not. Anyway. But yeah, so that is not something you want to be loved for. And I fall into that all the time. Somehow I was raised with the belief that the more low maintenance I was, the more self-sufficient I was, that the more attractive that I would be. And that has Mm. consistently gotten me into trouble. I've never gotten anywhere good with that. 
I need to be high maintenance for, right from the start. And by high maintenance, I mean <laughs> just being like honest with what I want, what I need and what I want. First to my own self be true. It's like, what do I actually yeah. need and what I want? Be serious about it. Be high maintenance. Yeah, I don't know that it's high maintenance or is it? It's, it is just being yourself and asking for what you want. That's yeah. not high maintenance. That is fair to both of you because yeah. at the end of the day, if you're not that way from the beginning, then it's going to come out at some point. And then that's not fair because they think they've got somebody different to that. So it's true. So just be fair. Be who you are. Be fair. I love it. Mm. And that's at the root of this, this question is, I don't know if my yeah. partner is taking advantage of my good nature. Yeah. And I like the way you flipped it before. I'll flip it again. Is can you imagine being the partner who realizes that their their other half is actually thinking this? That they're that yeah. can you imagine feeling like, oh my gosh, I've been taking advantage of somebody? Well, unless you are really super lazy and you were just dining out. Yes, <laughs> yes. So there are but, <laughs> some bad apples out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you're not, then absolutely you would be mortified, wouldn't yeah. you? Because you'd be like, oh shit, you just had to say and I would do. Yes. Because the thing is, we never know there's a problem unless somebody draws our attention to it. Yeah. And it's happened when friendships. I've had a couple of friends be like, yeah. uh, Anna, you got to tighten your belt and not be, yeah. you got to call more. You can't just rely on me to call and keep this yeah. uh, friendship afloat. Yeah. So Anna, now you've raised that. There's a few things we should discuss. <laughs> All right. Do you have a secret for me though? Because I'll listen to you if it's a secret. <laughs> but there are ways to make it playful. I think that's what you're saying is like just making it playful and being like, yeah. here are my boundaries, but let's have a light hearted conversation yeah. about it. Yeah, it doesn't, I think that's the thing, isn't it, about communication. It doesn't have to be all heavy and <laughs> let's sit down and have, you know, a full agenda that we're going to discuss. Yes. It doesn't have to be like that. It just has to be, I think, regular, clear, mm -hmm. but still with some joy and happiness in it. That sounds quite nice. Oh, I'm feeling all holy and wise today. That's totally <laughs> wonderful. Well, it seems like me and my cat need to have a conversation because she's been trying to tell me something. So it's time to make that conversation fun about like the little mouse treats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe she just oh needs gosh. a big cuddle. Yeah. No, I think mm. I think I can give a lot of those cuddles. That's the, that's yeah. the easy part. So this is this is the very thought provoking now for conversations going forward in January. Knowing that we're all the last frayed edge, um, but still maybe a bit more gas in the tank to kind of have these lighthearted, fun conversations and finally yeah. see an opportunity for yeah. sharing with somebody what makes us special and all the things that make us happy and feel loved. Yeah, and it's a great time of the year just to switch things up and to say, do you know what, I am going to lift the mood and um, yeah. things are going to be a bit more fun around here. <gasps> yeah, well... As you can see from this podcast, fun and zany were, <laughs> were the mood of the hour. Embracing it, embracing yeah, it. And I'm gonna exactly. and I'm gonna cheers you with my water. So oh, cheers, cheers, right cheers on. to that. I have water, but only because it's still nine in the morning. <laughs> I have water, but only because it's still January. <laughs> <laughs> okay. February 2nd, watch out. I've been making myself a lot of homemade white Russians. Mm. And those are deadly. Like yeah. those are I have gotten right past out on the couch. <laughs> well, I tell you, step away from the champagne cocktails with Quantro in them because they are also Ooh. very yummy. Right? But very lethal. Go down smooth. I know. Mm. I, know. I think mm. I'm going to have to stop nice that because I really did get into the habit of making these really nice warm wintry drinks. Mm. Um, and But I think the thing that will get me off the white Russians is just the amount of cal... Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
It's going to take a lot of time on my paddleboard to work off those white Russians. Oh, I tell you what, I'm nursing a Christmas baby in my belly right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's time to get that gym membership. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, be I totally good. refuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, that was oh, a very nice uh, that was great introduction. Yeah, yeah, great start. start. All right. Okay. That's, we're done now. We're done. We're done. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Anna's talking to the cat, by the way, not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. That's enough of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, she's just doing her final um, cameo appearance across the stage. Yeah. Yeah. My final lap of honor. That, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, you made it. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was a great to start to 2021. And I think yeah. that we're just going to get better, stronger, and hopefully not too much zanier. Yeah, I feel full of energy. I'm ready for the year ahead. Bring yeah, it on. Bring it on. Yes, mm. wonderful. All right. <laughs> All right. So till next week, then, my lovely. All right, my dear. Till okay. next week. Bye. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.